Welcome to the Million Dollar Listening Podcast. In this show, we aim to help people grow in all areas of life with the focus of getting to the next level. I'm your host, Mari Wines, realtor, marketing guru, real estate coach, and co-owner of E3 Realty. Welcome back, everyone, to Million Dollar Listening. I'm your host, Chris Restu, and I have a special guest here, Jeff Garcia. Jeffrey, thank you so much for coming in today. We truly appreciate it. Uh, for those that don't know, Jeffrey is one of our newer agents, uh, but he's not new to the industry. So I always like to bring our agents in, talk to them, get to know them a little bit more, but also not just for me, but for the viewers. So, Jeffrey, tell me a little bit about you. Uh, how you got into real estate, just where you're from, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, uh, I got my license like end of 2019. Okay. So actually, that's before the COVID hit. Yeah, right? yeah, a little bit before. Yeah, Not a little before, a little before, yeah. And But I've been uh, doing uh, lending, underwriting, uh, anti-money laundering for, I'd say, almost 15 years in a bank in San Francisco. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So you've been in the industry in some some capacity for 20, 18 years or so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So since you just brought up the whole lending side, I, I love to talk a little lending because we're a mortgage broker here. Underwriting. And what was the other word you said? Was that money laundering? Anti-money laundering. But, you know, most people in the lending world don't bring those words up, right? That's not something we talk about on a normal basis. But, guys, a lot of lending has to do with yeah. Making sure there's no money laundry. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so tell me a little about the histories of, of the banking world and and why did you get in the, into lending in the first place? Yeah. So actually, number one, uh, way back 2007, around the year, I uh, landed a job in San Francisco as a tailor. Okay. All right. So as a tailor, uh, fresh from the Philippines, I don't know anybody, anyone or really about lending side. So I was uh, really a mere tailor working at the front of the bank. Yeah. And uh, after that, there's a lending side of that bank at the back yeah. of my office. So during my lunchtime, I had to go there to learn about banking and also about real estate and about uh, lending side. So during my lunch, I had to go there, ask them, hey, do you need any help? Uh, anything I can do for you to make your life easier as a lender? And they asked me, hey, I print something. Uh, can you get a 1003? I said, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, talking about mortgage language, you're like, what is that? Really, as simple as that, I have no, really, I have no background about lending. I don't know, like a 1008, a transmittal summary. Yeah. Way back then, you know. Like that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, 4506, like, yeah. What, Bro, what transcript? What, 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 what the heck is what that? Is this? Stop blowing these numbers at me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But really, for six months or almost a year, doing back and forth because I want to learn something. I don't want to get stuck as a tailor at the back. So I have to go there and ask them anything I can help, anything I can do. And people at the front who work with me as a tailor, why are you doing that? Are they paying you for free or what? I said, no. Like, Try to learn. Yeah, I want to learn. Yeah. So from that, uh, I learned something. No, the technology is application form. Yeah. After six months. <laughs> and after that, there's an opening for a mortgage processor. Okay. And then I applied for that position. And the manager brought me in because I'm in the same office. 
So from being a tailor, I became a mortgage processor doing processing. Processing the paperwork. Yes, paperwork. Get, getting, getting the things go from A to Z, basically, yeah. the back end. Yes. So I learned that, and uh, that's where I started doing the lending side, and I did that for two years. Uh, there was an opening uh, for another brass in Burlingame to do a lending. And then I asked my other manager, hey, I want to be a loan officer. Uh, can I uh, apply for that? And lo and behold, they gave me a MLS license. Now, for a bank, you need to just apply for that. Yeah, like for for uh, for state, you need to go and they make it a lot harder for us. Is what he's saying. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Your banker got it real, real good. Yeah, oh, sure. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I get that, and that's when I get I fall in love with the lending side, educating clients, uh, talking about mortgage, uh, and so on. Awesome, awesome. So. So got in, I just want to recap a little bit, because, you know, we always like to hear about who's the, the story, right? You said, yes. you know, at a younger age, came from the Philippines, didn't know anybody, became a bank teller, and on his lunch break, instead of taking his lunch break and taking time off, he said, what can I do to help? Yes. And because of that attitude and that effort, you made an advancement into getting into the lending side, working on the processing, getting things down on the paperwork, you learned that. And then you said, what's next? And that was being a loan officer. So phenomenal story for everyone out there. Just hard work does pay off. Yeah. And that is a, a perfect scenario right there, story, excuse me, of exactly what that is. So now you're lending, you're being a loan officer, you're now you're educating clients, you're doing all of that part. And how long did you do that for before the underwriting aspect came in? Yeah, so I did that for almost kind of five years or six years okay. lending. But imagine this. I have the knowledge being a processor to a loan officer, mm -hmm. right? But I have no zero connection mm -hmm. uh, in the lending side. I don't know anybody. I yeah. have the knowledge, though, yeah. being a lender, but I don't know anybody's zero. So what I did is that I packed. Uh, right, sorry for that. Facts. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's the thing? What's this thing called? It's machine. It's a small machine. Okay. Send those... Uh, program that the bank offered to uh, real estate offices mm -hmm. about me and what the bank offer uh, in regards to lending. Yeah. Like around 300 uh, uh, documents. Uh, I do a mailer to mortgage, uh, I mean real estate brokerage about the lending part of the bank that the bank offer. Yeah. And there's only one came back out of those around 300 to 400 uh, mailers and uh, documents that I sent out. Yeah. And this uh, person called me, hey, Jeffrey, I want you to uh, come to my office. I wanted to uh, talk to you. And uh, I said, sure, this is really, uh, give me a shot. Yeah. I went to the office. Yeah. And uh, this person asked me, hey, uh, why I need to hire you as uh, a loan officer to help my clients. Uh, and he started telling me about the dislikes, his, uh, the negative uh information or negative negativity that he don't like about loan officers mm -hmm. that loan officers don't pick up phone calls loan officers uh don't return emails mm -hmm. and so on and he asked me like are you this kind of loan officer and i told him hey if you call me tomorrow if 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 i never return your phone call we need that within that one day. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna buy you and your whole office a pizza. Mm -hmm. All right, and he gave me a shot, and thank God I never bought a pizza for the whole office. There you go. Yeah, you did your phone calls. You did your job. 
yeah. made it happen. Yes, I made it, and that's the start. I started talking to the client. Uh, I get so fed up with other loan officers doing those things. I thank God there are some loan officers like that because they come to me yeah. instead of them. Yeah. So, yeah, being a new in the industry, being uh, zero connection, uh, I start building relationship uh, to the clients. Uh, even those people that I helped when I was a tailor at the bank, I started mm -hmm. connecting with them and build that relationship. So I think for me, that's number one key uh, doing in the lending. So it's not just about the knowledge, but the relationship that you build with your clientele. And then six years being a lender, and then I, uh, the, the underwriting manager of the, uh, the bank became my friend. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, I asked him, hey, are you guys uh, hiring to be, uh, are you guys hiring for an underwriter? Mm -hmm. And then he said, like, why do you want to be an underwriter? Okay. I want to learn more. I want to see the in and out. Yeah, and with the, the other sounds. Uh, yeah, uh, does the understand the in and outs of the underwriting. He said, yeah, we are hiring. So I I dropped the, the, the lending side and became an underwriter for about like three to four years. Okay. After that, and again, that's where I understand the, uh, uh, the underwriting side of the lending, how a loan get denied, how a loan get approved, how uh, a loan get suspended. Yes. So I understand all those things. I understand the policy, uh, the credit guideline, uh, talking about Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and non-QM loans. So I understand all those things when I was an underwriter. Awesome. Awesome. So you got a huge knowledge base on the lending side, right? I mean, from from loan processing, to talking to clients as a loan officer, from a loan officer to an underwriter, understanding the guidelines and what basically passes go, doesn't pass go. So all of that. All right. So you you worked basically your whole career in lending, let's call it. And then from there, you became an agent. What what made you change that up a little bit? Like what made you decide from learning all of this lending side to turn it on to become a real? So during that time, I work at the bank and also... Uh, I, did, I took my real estate exam on around September, October of 2019, and I passed. Uh, what pushed me doing that is I want to elevate my uh, career in mm -hmm. the lending side and helping people. And for me to elevate that, to help uh, homeowners, is to become a real estate agent. Mm -hmm. Just because, again, I have the knowledge of the lending, and now... How can I transform this knowledge into helping people finding the home that they're looking for? The American dream. Yeah. So I took my real estate license. Uh, and yeah, I I passed the exam. <laughs> You're here. You definitely did that. For sure. I love it. Yeah. You yeah. Know, that, that, those darn exams. Yeah. And then the following year, yeah. I think three or four months right after the COVID hit, I was so devastated. After that, just because, again, I just got my license. Yeah. And you're ready to go. I, I'm ready to go. And then the, co the COVID hit. Yeah. And uh, I'm about to give up. Yeah. I'm about to give up because, again, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, I was also working as a anti money laundering analyst during that time. Okay. So I moved from being an underwriter to be an uh, anti money laundering BSA analyst. So I'm doing side by side during that uh, period. And I'm about to give up. And then what I do is that, you know what? I'm not going to give up. I'm here. There's a purpose. There's a reason that I get my license. Mm -hmm. I start calling, actually, all my sphere of influence. During COVID, what I do is that I call 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I love to cook. All right. Uh, just so you guys know, he will be cooking here at this office. I've already told him. <laughs> I've seen his soon-to-be plug. We're going to plug you real quick. His soon-to-be cooking show. Let me tell you, stay tuned for this because it is going to be phenomenal. Okay, I was like, what just happened? He goes, I go, my man. So he loves cooking. I love that. Uh, so keep going. Go keep going with that. Yeah. I plug your new show. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I would not be doing yeah. that. Yes, be ready for that. Be ready. Yeah. yeah. The guy, guy's like, oh, man, I've got a lot of work ahead of me. Yes. So during COVID, though, so what I do almost every weekend, I cook. And what I do is that I cook a lot and I go to my previous clients and bring those food to them because they don't want to go out or order any food in the restaurants. So I keep doing that almost every single week. Maybe two, three, four families every week that I visit. Wow. Bring those foods. Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. And then uh, around July, some someone give me a call. They get, hey, want to buy a house? I get, all right, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> so no more cooking. So went from cooking and taking care of friends and family during COVID to July. Yeah. Getting getting someone, getting your first deal. Yeah. And then tell me about your first that first deal, first year. Like, how did that how did that work? Because you basically, in some aspects, became a, a COVID agent, right? That's yeah. all what it is. Yeah. You, you got your license. Yes. In COVID, it and then boom. Yeah. How did that work for you? Like, what 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 did you do to your first year? Yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, something about rookie of the year at your brokerage, if that was correct. Yes. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Because I think people need to hear, especially the agents out there, just in general, like. This is a true story, guys. This is life. This is no, this is happening. And I want you to take some of these, before we get into that, I just want to talk a little bit. Some of these things that he has said, Jeff has said along the ways, from working on his lunch break to going after uh, positions he he wanted, taking risk. Would you agree you're a pretty high risk taker? I would say that you (laughs) like taking risks. You're not very comfort. You don't like comfort, which is good. You like to learn, right? And when something like COVID hit, you found a way to help out your friends and family, not worry about business. Yes. Right? I mean, yeah. that literally is what you've said. It said, look, it, uh, COVID hit. We're all in this together. But I helped four to five families that I know with food every single week. That's such an awesome story in its own might. Whether, whether you know, you ever sold real estate or not, that just shows how good of a human you are inside. That's phenomenal. Yeah. So then July, you got your first deal, first buyer. Now, take us for the ride. Like, how did you go from that to rookie of the year? Like, well, where did that go? So, it's very challenging during that year because, you know, for COVID, I mean, you cannot just visit a property. You yeah. have to COVID the COVID form. All oh, those forms? Yeah, fill those up. Oh, oh, I wanted to cry. Yeah, and if you if they have like maybe six or seven properties that you have to visit, yeah. you have to at least seven form or eight form that to fill up yeah. for each property. So, it's really a very painful for me do, doing that. Yeah. So, anyhow, uh, so I did that, and then my first deal, I I, I talked to the client, do a Zoom meeting because we cannot really do it in person. Yeah. So it's a Zoom meeting. Most of the things Zoom. Meeting. Yeah. And then, again, what I did, I educate my client. Mm-hmm. That's number one. I always educate my client. Uh, even they've been buying properties for first time or second time. I want to educate my clients. So show them about the process of lending and uh, the buying properties. So they got pre-approved. After they got pre-approved, then we made an offer for this property in Hayward, mm-hmm. or a condominium around 500, 600 uh, range, mm-hmm. uh, two bedroom. And then 
three days before we close, I got a call from the lender, all right, that they cannot deliver the loan. Mm -hmm. And me, knowing as a lender, I was so devastated because yeah, something could have been caught before yeah. we close. Like, you knew something could have been caught along the way. Yeah, no way you got there. Yeah, you've been telling me that mm -hmm. everything is okay, everything is okay now, three days before close of escrow or mm -hmm. closing, they cannot deliver the loan. So I jumped in from the, from the lender, from a bank, to a mortgage broker, direct lender. And from there, this uh, mortgage broker that helped my client was able to deliver the loan. However, though, however, all right, this is very memorable for me. They don't have enough funds to close the transaction. So, so they get the loan closed. So went from bank, bank, bank denied loan three days yeah. prior. Moved it to a mortgage broker, so we're going to plug mortgage brokers right now. Yes. Mortgage brokers are where it's at in the mortgage industry because we have options that a lot of banks do not have. So then they didn't have enough funds. So then what happened? They didn't have enough funds to close, so we're close. Yes. So like I can see the finish line for my yeah. clients at this moment. Yeah. What happened from that? So we're one step closer to the yeah. finish line. You're like, I'm at goal line. Like, let me just right punch there. this thing in for them. Yeah, just read it right there. And then the loan officer called me, hey, I mean, there's something over here. We got we are approved though, but again, we're lack of funds. Mm -hmm. So I talked to them. You know what? This is what we're gonna do. How about this? You're gonna give a portion of your commission. I'm gonna give a portion of my commission to help this client mm -hmm. get the property, the house that they've been praying and that they've been uh, longing to have for the past almost over 45 days yeah, or two months. Stressful. Yeah. Very stressful for yeah. first time buyer, especially. Yes. Where you just, I mean, the stress that they went through and the way you managed it, the best of your capabilities. I know from, from being around you now, you're, you're very educational. You're, you're good at communication. Like you could tell it's still stressful. Yes. Right. Yeah. So you guys teamed up, said, look, let's make this happen from the kindness of our hearts. Yes. So you teamed up and then what happened from there? So what we did, the lender gave a portion of sort of credit to my buyer. Okay. Okay. For me as an agent, I cut almost 60 to 70% of my commission. Okay. A lot. It's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. But my wife like, really? Are you doing this? Where's something for me? Yeah. <laughs> She's all, you know this little saying, happy wife, happy life. I don't think we're playing in that in that sandbox right now, yeah. Jeffrey. You're like, yeah. uh, I'm trying my best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but again, yeah, I have to cut my commission from seventy to eighty percent. Yeah, and give it to my client yeah. just to really get these deals done for yeah. them. I talked to my previous broker; they're okay with it. Tell them you might just get this thing done. Yeah, and yeah, uh, just putting all the funds together, we were able to close. Yes, just because again, we were unselfish. Yeah, to really provide these things to our clients mm -hmm. with the lender side and in my side. Yeah. So we help the client get the house and they're so happy. And just because doing that, maybe, yes, I uh, sacrificed that 70, 80% of my commission, but guess what? The good deed. The good deed that I did during that time, they've been my spokesperson mm -hmm. for every single month, every single year. Yeah. Just because of that simple things that I did for them. Yeah. No, you 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 built a loyal client, and yeah, and they knew you did it from the kindness of your heart. And I think sometimes people don't see that in real estate as much as they don't understand. Like we're humans. Yeah. Like we understand. Like you know, 
Yeah, we, we went make money when we sell houses and yeah. we do loans, yes. But just like you go to work every day, you do a job, you get paid. It's the same thing for us. But it's not always about the money. It's about yeah. the relationship. Oh, yeah. Right? This is a relationship-based yeah. business. Mm -hmm. The fact that you saw the opportunity and said, look, I did a lot of work for very little money, but I did a good deed. And this good deed will pay itself dividends long-term. Like you said, this person is now your spokesperson. They literally, every time they, they hear real estate, they think of Jeff, 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 Jeff. Yeah. You need a loan, Jeff, right? And and that is the best thing that you can get from any of your past clients, whether you know you had to give a commission or not. If you can get your your past clients to refer you more business because you did a great job, and they know you are going to take care of your clients, that shows that the level of skill set that you have right out the gate, which is awesome. Most agents not out of the gate have that, but because I imagine you had some of that business experience from lending, yeah, you're able to understand the communication level and education level, and and to be there for your clients. So awesome job, man. That's phenomenal, phenomenal. So first deal is a very tough one. Uh, by the yep. way, does anybody tell you that real estate is not tough? They're lying to you. Uh, full disclosure, uh, I know all the agents out there want to show you the sold signs. Uh, they never want to tell you all the stuff that happens in between all of that. Uh, but I will tell you, it is not for the fate of heart. Real estate is definitely tough. Yeah. Every transaction is different. Every one of them. Yeah. Now, one of them is the same. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. Everything could be perfect, and then it goes, one little thing goes up, there goes the perfect yep. transaction, like yep. clockwork, right? So so just know real estate isn't as easy as they show you on TV. So now we got we got through your first deal um, past COVID. Now tell me tell me about, like, did you decide you were a buyer's agent, seller's agent? Did you do both? Like, how were you with your first year in real estate? Did you kind of, like, say, hey, anybody who wanted me to help them, I would help them? Tell me a little bit about like your transaction history that first year. Like yeah. how that worked. So with the first year, though, it's really more on the buyer's uh, buyer's side. More common, too. Uh, yes, more common for a new agent. It's mm -hmm. really focused on the buyer uh, buyer side. Mm -hmm. So right after the first transaction, very memorable transactions that I did, another client uh, actually called me and then uh, did the same thing. So I helped them, first time home buyer. Mm -hmm. uh, they moved from uh, East Bay to, no, sorry, from Peninsula to uh, East Bay. Okay. So I see immigration people moving from there to here. So I held them for that. And then another client that I have that I have when I was a loan officer, mm -hmm. like around 10 years or yeah, around 10 years ago, came back and called me that they're looking for a house. Yeah. And these are my client when I was a loan officer. Awesome. So just because, again, I, I continued to reach out to them. Yeah. I continued to call them every, at least three times a year, mm -hmm. Christmas, New Year, and Thanksgiving. If you're a Chinese, I call you during New uh, Chinese yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I I continue doing that, and again, that's all I have. Yeah, people in my in, in my so so no lead gen, no nothing, just literally no. database, no follow up, check in with them, be um, be there for them, not asking for anything, just being just yeah, you know, being a friend. Yeah, right. Yeah, and build your business. Yes. Okay, so. So now, now tell me, how many in the first year did you do transactions wise? Just to kind of give an idea. Yeah. So for that uh, twenty twenty COVID. Yeah. Uh, I have a five six units uh, sold. Perfect. From July. from July to basically yeah. one a month to, to, to December. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And then how did that transfer to twenty twenty one? Yeah. And then twenty twenty one, I've been getting a lot of phone calls and against all referrals. So I don't have again. I don't do any Facebook ads or anything like all that. Nothing at all. It's really a referral from okay. my previous clients, a referral from friends that I've been working for how many years mm -hmm. and that I keep 
calling every single year. So my uh, the following year, I closed, I think, around 16 to 17 uh, units. Awesome. Uh, the following uh, year. Awesome. Uh, and just because, again, these are the referrals after referrals. Yeah. And guys, uh, that's real estate. That's not the lending side. That's all another story for another day. That's just real estate. As you imagine, he also is a loan officer, so you can imagine that's probably close to double that, give or take, right? So then 2022, right, which is just last year. Yeah. How did that go for you? Like, tell me a little bit about that um, and and all of that. Like, tell me, like, where was that next leap of faith for you? Yeah. So last year, it's a bit different. Yeah. You know? They're always different. <laughs> yeah. No year's the same, Jess. Yes. You're not learning yet. <laughs> no year's the same. No month's the same. No deal's the same. And... You still got to work. Yeah. Right? It is, it's a funny industry. You know, they make it look really fun on, the, yeah. on on TV. I try to make it fun here. Yeah. You know, it is fun. Don't get me wrong. But tell me about 2022. Yeah, 2022, actually, the first quarter of the year, it's a bit kind of challenging because we know what happened. The, the rates started going up Yeah. Uh, last year. Yeah. And really, I never lose heart if I see those things. Mm -hmm. I, I start calling my clients. Mm-hmm. Continue educating them about home ownership. Yes. What's the benefit of home ownership? Why buy now, not later? So really, that's what I do to my clients. Mm -hmm. uh, I, to be honest, first quarter of the year, I talk to my wife, to my kids, tell them, hey, maybe my business will gonna drop this year mm -hmm. because it's gonna be different compared to last year. Yeah. Uh, but again, I still do what I gonna do. Yeah. Continue what I've been doing for the past how many years? Mm -hmm. Calling, connecting with my clients. I, really be with them, uh, showed up to uh, their houses. Mm -hmm. I deliver uh, foods to their house. My man, chef, you got it, you got it. You got a load officer, a chef, and a realtor all in one, and an underwriter, yeah. and he'll make sure he doesn't get you in trouble with money. Yeah. You're a man of many talents, my friend, yeah. many talents. Yeah, and, and again, that's the first quarter uh, but again, as I said, if you just continue what you know, what you've been doing is right. Yeah. All right. Everything will follow. So around May, I have like three deals closed. Yeah. I, uh, well, just to sum up last year, I have like, yeah, 17, uh, 17, 18 units yeah. closed uh, last year. Awesome. But for the first year though, I don't have anything. Yeah. But I never gave up. I'm yeah. still going to go chase those Yes, you are. I don't doubt that. Y'all, I'm going to follow up with you. I and you're not going to get away from me. If I learn something, if I'm in his phone, you're going to get a call from me. Yeah. Right? You're like, I'm calling, I'm calling, I'm calling. Yeah. So so you've made you've made a, a pretty big change in industries, right? Even though it's the same industry, we kind of la la laugh and joke about a little bit. Lending and real estate are same industry, but totally two different hats, right? Yeah. Like they're not even close to the same. Yeah. Right? Like they're just different skill sets. They're just totally different. Um, and so many aspects. That's for another episode, not today. So you're there. Uh, what, like, tell me a little bit. Like, you were in Daly City during most of this time. Like, what brought you out to Antioch, and how did you get here? Like, how did you get from you know Daly City to Antioch, and how did you get to here today? Like, how did we get? How did we get from there? Right? Like, tell me about. It. Let's bring it back around a little bit. Um, you own a restaurant over here. Like, tell me a little about that. Like, how, how did this happen? So. Number one, really, uh, we don't like moving here. Okay. <laughs> That's not heard. heard. No, I'll number we have friends who moved here like yeah. five, six years ago, and we come and visit them. And I told my wife, we talk about it. You know what? We don't want to move over here. Yeah. It's number one, it's hot. Yeah. 
Oh, it's really, hot. It's it's hot. People ask why I wear shorts every day. Yeah. I go, it's hot. It's hot. If you don't know, it's hot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's why. Yeah, it's number one. And it's too far. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no decent restaurant. I mean, well, that's why I, you're out here, though. When I say decent restaurant, I'm not talking about, you know, like the Peninsula, San Francisco kind of restaurant. No, I know. Yeah. I worked in San Francisco for five years. Yeah. Listen, we are spoiled in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. Like, you go down real quickly off topic, somewhat on topic. Yeah. Like, if you don't know where San Francisco, and most people know where San Francisco is, but you've never been there. And most people go to like the mainstay restaurants, right? Yeah. Like, no, I used to go to Hole in the Walls, yeah. a mom and pop, yeah, Vietnamese restaurant or a Greek restaurant or anything, because you're gonna get authentic, amazing food. Yeah. Like so, yes, there's none of that out here. Yeah. I'd love to say that there is. Yeah. Um, I will do one plug: Casino Medina down the street is phenomenal Mexican food. Uh, but outside of 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 that, it's very tough to find. I mean that San Francisco style food, yeah, Daily City style food, yes, because that's just a, that's just a, a, a boiling point, yes, right? Like yes. it was just all over the world, yeah. So so love your food, yeah. I know you're not gonna find it out here, yeah. So what brought you out here? Yeah, <laughs> like what got you out here? Because I'm with you. <laughs> so I have clients actually ask me to show them around the area, and for me, like I don't know any. Here, oh, excuse me. Can you show me where this is on the map? Where do you want me to show you properties? I love it. I love they, it. And they, and they tell me, like, hey, this property is like east of uh, Laundry Way. East of Laundry Way. Where the heck is that? Yeah. Okay. So I really, don't, I really don't know. Yeah. Okay. But again, for me, I love challenges. Okay. What I did, I drove around the area. Mm-hmm. The good side and the very good side. <laughs> <laughs> My smart man. Smart man here. So. Uh, yeah, so there's good sides and very good side yeah. of Antioch, California. Yeah. Uh, so for those, so it's, I love it. I love it. So then we go out where, where, I mean, you literally live. So this is not an easy drive, ladies and gentlemen. Daily City to Antioch is at least an hour, 15, hour and 20, right? Yeah. So you're driving out here without knowing you're getting any deal, by the way. Just make sure we're clear, like, what you did. You knew yeah. you were coming out here spending gas, time, and energy for no guaranteed deal, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That's where I think most agents lose, miss the boat. A lot of agents want the instant gratification guaranteed bonus. Oh, yes. You have to put the work in to reap the benefits of what you do. Right? Yeah. You reap what you sell. And what you did is you drove out here, just said, I got to learn about the area before I even bring you out here. Yeah. So you did that. You got to know a little bit about Antioch. And then what happened from there? Yeah. So what happened from there? You went from helping a client to buying a house out here. That's yeah. some crazy stuff. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> So they start buying properties over yeah. here. I said, oh, where is that? It's in Brentwood. It's in Antioch. Yeah. Okay. How's the school district? Yeah. Number one, school district. Because again, when I was on the lending side, I have clients mm-hmm. moving from one place to another, from Fremont to... Uh, Fremont, born and raised. Yes. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Fremont and uh, Castro Valley. I said, hey, why you guys are moving there? I'm just curious. Yeah. And I said, school district. Yeah. Broward has phenomenal schools. Yes, yeah, school district. And then, so... Talk to my wife, you know what? I'm not going to buy a house over here in Daly City, mm-hmm. a small box. A small <laughs> box? You're being polite today. You mean like a bin. Yeah. It is tiny. Yeah. It is tiny for 2.5. It's a 910 square feet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A property in Daly City for 1.2, 1.5 million. Yeah. And tell my wife, you know what? Maybe we can go a little bit inland. Yeah. All right. That's so much inland, but at least 
you know, a little bit, 55 minutes away or 59 minutes away from San Francisco yeah. without any traffic. Yeah. All right. So, but number one, though, we have checklist mm -hmm. why we have to move it. Number one is security. Yeah. That's the number one because, again, it's different actually uh, in Delhi City 20 years ago to now. It's completely different. Sure. So, that really pushed us moving out from Delhi City to here. Mm -hmm. So, number we have gates actually. So, uh, and now we want to to see a security. Number one, school district, top notch. Okay. Uh, and then proximity to uh, transportation. Okay. Proximity to shopping centers. And it goes everything where we bought the property. Okay. So, told my wife, you know what? Let's go in here. Let's move out from Delhi City to Antioch. Uh, so, yeah, that was two years ago. Yeah. And now we've been, we've been here for two years. Uh, since we moved like July of, not June of 2021. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So who does the shopping of you two? Because four on the list was shopping. I want to know who's the shopper. Who's the shop? Come on. Don't worry. I'm not judging anybody, but I want to know who the shopper <laughs> I'm, you know, I, I do the shot. At home, I do the shot. Hey, okay. Okay. I, I'll make the decision at home. If okay. I tell my wife, I'll do the shopping, I'll do the shop. My man. I tell my wife. I'll do the cooking. I'll do the cooking. So me and you are very similar. I do the shopping and the cooking. Yeah. So really, I'm very masculine like that. Yeah. So my word, I'll do the laundry. I'll do the laundry. My man. Yeah. All right. Dave, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> um, I do cook and I do shopping. Thank you, Jeff. You just made me look real, real bad. Uh, laundry, not so much. All right. So so I love it. I love it. So you moved out here. It's been about two years. How did you end up here at E3? Like, how did you end up with us? Like, um... You know, there's lots of brokerages out there, right? You yeah. came from a brokerage, right? So yeah. tell us a little bit about how you got to us and how do we get to this podcast today Yeah. Uh, in general. Yeah. So moving here and then uh, it's a bit different though because the broker that I have is in San Francisco mm -hmm. and driving that's a bit really far every uh, single time if I go there yeah. to join a meeting. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my previous uh, brokerage. Yeah. Uh, they really support me mm -hmm. and, you know, how they, uh, where I'm at right now, I give credit to them. Yeah. However, though, I need to level up mm -hmm. my uh, self, my professional uh, career as a real estate uh, professional. And my goal this year is to grow, mm -hmm. grow myself and grow my business. So that's my goal this year. It's very simple. Grow myself and grow my business. I love it. And... Uh, I tell myself that, you know what, I cannot do this if I, I go to San Francisco every single time. It's mm -hmm. very exhausting for me. Mm -hmm. So I start venturing, talking to uh, local agents over here, talking to local brokerage in the area, mm -hmm. uh, even other brokerage that most people know. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not name dropping today. I get it. That's all good. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to name names. What yeah, it's okay. I, I, I reach out to them. Yeah. You know, just to be fair for, for everyone. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I reached out to them and I talked to them, mm -hmm. right? I reached out. Some people uh, reply back. Mm -hmm. uh, some doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Scary sign. Scary idea. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm trying to sell homes and I'm looking for a broker. Yeah. Yes. It sometimes happens. Yeah. I, I, I talked to them. I even uh, went to their uh, office and talked to them in person. And also talk to our beloved Ryan uh, over here at oh. E3 Realty. Did you just say beloved Ryan? Yes, sir. My man. How much did he pay you for that one? Sir. Ryan is pretty amazing. Sorry. Sorry. I cannot That's tell okay. you. I can't tell you. 
It was a hefty bill. All good, all good. We all love Ryan, though. Ryan's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I, I do remember that. So you talked to Ryan. Yeah. I came in. You were on the Zoom. Yeah. Came in real quick. I forget what I was doing that day. Yeah. I came in, introduced myself. So you talked to Ryan. Yeah. Uh, and then tell me about kind of how the thought process went from there. Yes. You okay. met your brother, Larry. I know uh, that happened, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. tell me a little bit more. <laughs> so I talked to uh, Ryan and just talking to him, uh, actually not in person. Yeah. All right. That's not in person. It's via Zoom. Yeah. And really, if you talk to a person via Zoom, there's no like a connection or people can really fake or something like that. Yeah. But when I talk to Ryan, I sense the authenticity, how he talked, mm -hmm. talking about the brokerage, talking about how E3 help agents and really help them grow in their real estate career. Mm -hmm. And I get, all right, I'll get back to you yeah. after that. So. The following week, I yeah. talked to different uh, brokerage, yeah. and I went there, and this is in person. Yeah, and it's just like you could say it's okay. It's just like I don't know the 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 vibe of really the vibe talking to to uh, these people. Mm -hmm. I mean the the people that yeah. talk in person is mm -hmm. completely different. Yeah. And that made my decision, you know what, it's not just because you are a big brokerage, you can do this, mm -hmm. all right? Because these are big brokerage yeah. that well-known in mm -hmm. the area. And uh, I went back and called Ryan. Hey, you know what, I made my decision. Uh, after talking to you, uh, I'm going to join E3 just because I know E3 can help me grow myself uh, and also grow uh, my business. Absolutely. So... Yeah, that's really, it's not really about uh, other things, but really, uh, I know and I believe that E3 can help me grow my business as a person and also help me to grow my business. Well, we appreciate that. No, that, yeah. that means a lot. So so went out, looked at other brokers, brokerages, some called, some didn't call back, met with Ryan, who's phenomenal. Um, for those who don't know, that's the broker owner of the company. He's in charge of our compliance, our finances. He knows he's a wizard on contracts. So if you ever have contract questions, call Ryan. Um, he's amazing. Um, and so, yeah. And then you came in. I remember you came, actually, I think you came in and you're like, hey, Jeff. And I was like, oh, hey, yeah, what's up, buddy? How you doing? I don't know you're coming. And you came in. I was like, all right. So we kind of chatted a little bit. And then we kind of took you on a tour of the, the, the office space and kind of the studio where we're at right now and yeah. all that. And so um, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. And, and, and we're happy to have you. You know, we, we, we truly... You. We truly see the the kindness in you. You could tell when you meet people that they're sincere. You could tell when you meet people that they care. And like when we tell people, like there's a triangle coherence that we use, which is people that are that look at decision making like you have yeah. done. Which is, yeah. you know, is it great for the company? Is it great for me? And is it great for the client? And it has to be all three. Oh yeah. I can't make a decision that's good for me and the company. I can't make decisions that's good for me and the client. I have to. It has to hit equal all three of those. And you embody that. You can yeah. tell. I mean, just from you, you taking care of your friends that during COVID were cooking food for them. Yeah, it's a passion of yours. I could tell that you love cooking, and you have a cooking show coming. So we know that you love cooking. But the fact that you 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 knew that like if I just put other people first, things will fall into place, and that shows how how great your success is going to be. And I appreciate you coming here uh, because, as you see, and like you know, doing a launch video, we're doing a podcast, we're starting a TV show with you, and. Um, I can't wait to trust all the food, by the way, just a full disclosure. I'm super excited to eat some food here. Um, but just knowing that's only one thing E3 offers. 
Right. That's just like yeah. one thing, which is video. That's not all the other stuff oh, yeah. we're going to get into. Yeah. And that's the crazy thing about it. So the fact that you said, hey, I want to grow my company or grow my business and grow as a person you believed in us, that means a lot to us. It truly does. Uh, and sitting here, I'll tell you, we are going to do that together. Yeah. And that's what I love. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Like, I'm like, cool. Like, we're <laughs> in video right now. Like, like Jeff is like, came into the company, goes, you guys got video? I want A, B, and C, and D. And we're like, all right, sounds great. Let's go, right? And we're like, cool, right? Let's get that going. And then like, okay, cool. That's one part. Then we'll get all the other, you know, tools and systems dialed in to go with it. And next, you know, it's just a well-oiled machine. That's that's what real estate's about. It's partnerships. Yes. It's a partnership with your clients. It's a partnership as a brokerage to an agent. It's a partnership. Our job is to provide value and provide service and support to you so you can do what you love. Yeah. Right? And so, awesome. Awesome to hear. Um, well, that's almost the end of our show. What I do want you to do, though, is one last thing for me. I want to tell the client, tell the camera, like, why would me as a buyer seller use you, right? Because this is your show now. This is your thirty seconds, forty five seconds. Tell people why. What is your skill set? Why would they want to use Jeff for their real estate and mortgage needs? Yeah. So actually, that's a very good question. Every single time I talk to a client, uh, let's cross the finish line together. Every single time I tell them that why we have to cross the finish line together. Just because, again, doing or buying a home is not an easy transaction. Mm -hmm. Doing a mortgage application with the bank is not an easy task to mm -hmm. do. Really. No, it's not fun. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not fun at all. Mm -hmm. And I have clients, they worried a lot. Mm -hmm. Really, for first-time home buyer, and again, that's very common for first-time home buyer, and don't the, be... The unknown. Yeah. The, the that, unknown yeah. stresses people out. Yes, but mm -hmm. I told them, you know what, I'm going to help you find that perfect property for you guys. Mm -hmm. Either it will take me a week, a month, or even a year. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with you and let's cross the finish line together. Let me carry all, all the burden. Let me carry all the stress. See here? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is right. You got about another four years left in real estate. <laughs> yeah, really. Just because, again, I want to make a life better, not just for the property, yeah. for my clients, but for the whole transaction process. Awesome. And I always tell them, you know what? Let's find the property together. Yeah. Partnership. Partnership. Let me let me take care of the stuff that you need, don't need to worry about. Just give me the trust and faith and educate you yeah. on the way. Yeah. I'm going to make sure we get past that finish line. Yes. Which, again, we I always appreciate that the trust that all my clients giving it to me, the yeah. referrals that yeah. they uh, give it well, to me every single day, every single month. Well, that's your business. Yeah. And that's what's phenomenal. Like, you don't just say that. And I think that people need to understand every agent says they're the best agent in the world and, and this, that, and the other. I get it. No, we want to tell everybody that. But your best way of knowing if an agent is really, really good at what they do yeah. is they get referrals. Yes. And their business is run off referrals. Yeah. And they know at the end of the day that I love all my, my, my sphere, my friends, my family. Yeah. And they want me to succeed. That shows in general to me yeah. how great of a person you are yeah. because everybody you know wants to see you win. Yeah. That yeah. is a true definition of an outstanding yes. agent because you're not a transactional agent. You're not an agent that's like, I want to do 100 transactions. I don't care how many how many people I help, how much money I have to give away. As long as I hit 100 transactions, I'm good. Yeah. You literally take your clients. You build relationships with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we have a name for the cooking show yet? Are we allowed to, are we allowed to spoiler alert here I, yet? Can we can we lay that out there or no? Actually, the cooking realtor. Cooking realtor. The cooking realtor. 
and let me tell you, I've already saw just so I can see. Larry's yelling at me, but I'm gonna yeah. do it anyways. He's the director behind the camera yelling at me right now. Don't you do it. But wait till you see the first video and just see his intro bumper. Yeah. If you're not gonna be entertained yeah. by who he is, if by this, I promise you you're gonna wanna tune into this. And these guys, just so you guys know, these are his past clients he's going in to cook for. Yeah. Like, what a phenomenal thing to do. Uh, if only my past clients would like me to come in and cook for you, I'm bringing Jeff with me. Um, so I will definitely get a dinner for you, full disclosure, but Jeff's cooking. Um, so such an awesome thing. Realtor, cooking, love it, love it, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, that being said, thank you so much for coming today. Thank you for being a part yeah. of V3. And I'm looking forward to the next 6, 12, 18, 24 months because all I see is everything skyrocketing for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited and really partnering with uh, E3 uh, Realty and with all the experience that I have, really, we will help first-time homebuyer do the first step towards homeownership. Absolutely. Don't doubt it. Yes, thank sir. you again. I appreciate it. Chris, thank you. Awesome. You too. Thanks again for tuning in to Million Dollar Listening. I appreciate you, Jeff, coming on again. Truly love everything you brought today. Please stay tuned to his show. It is going to be amazing. Once again, go ahead and plug your show real quickly for us. Cooking Realtor coming up. Cooking Realtor. And I promise you, I've seen the bumper. It is going to be a show. Thank you again for tuning in. I will see you next time. Talk to you soon.